are Locked On Hawkeyes, your daily podcast on the Iowa Hawkeyes. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome back, Hawkeye Nation, to a Tuesday morning episode of the Locked On Hawkeyes podcast, your daily podcast covering your Iowa Hawkeyes on the Locked On Podcast Network. As always, I am your host, joining you live from a courtyard Marriott. If you didn't hear my last episode, I'm down in Tampa Bay with my wife, uh, just kind of helping her out with her last work trip before we have our baby. So down here, that's why the, the background's different. You might hear some, some potential background noises, but I appreciate you being here nonetheless, because we have a big, exciting episode for you today. We have a new commitment in the class of 2023, a four-star quarterback out of New Jersey, Marco Lanez. We're going to talk about him. We're going to talk about what it means for the quarterback position going forward. And also, Riley Moss has accepted his invite to the Senior Bowl, a very big opportunity for the Big Ten defensive back of the year. But does it mean that he's going to go to the NFL? We're going to talk about all that on the show today. And I want to first off, thank you for making the Locked on Hawkeyes podcast your first listen every single day. You can find the Locked on Hawkeyes podcast for free wherever you get podcasts at and also on YouTube by searching Locked on Hawkeyes. In today's episode, breaking down the quarterback position and Riley Moss's decision to go to the Senior Bowl is brought to you by Sonos. Sonos is the official sponsor of ESPN College Football. Go to Sonos.com to learn more. Before we get to either of those topics of the quarterback position and Riley Moss, I want to quickly cover a few things. Uh, most importantly, out of the entire episode, there was a tragedy that happened down in Kentucky, um, a natural disaster, some tornadoes, and Kirk Ferentz and Mark Stoops are teaming up to do a telethon fundraiser for the victims of the Kentucky tornado natural disaster. Um, if you have any money to spare, um, I, I hope you please consider donating to the victims down there. Uh, I think it's, I think it goes to show you that there's a lot more to life than football, um, especially, you know, Kirk and Mark, they go way back uh, teaming up and, and realizing that, you know, there's a football game to be played in a, in a month, but right now the only thing that matters is, is getting those victims uh, the help they need uh, down in Kentucky. So if you have any money to spare, uh, I would encourage you to do that. Uh, we'll be donating part of our proceeds from December uh, to that fundraiser as well. Uh, so please, if you have money to spare, please make sure to do that. Um, on a slightly different note, uh, Tyler Linderbaum became a consensus first-team All-American, the 28th player in Iowa history. Caleb Shudok and Riley Moss were both third-team All-American selections by the AP. Again, going to show you that the Lou Groza is literally garbage. Caleb Shudok should have been there. Riley Moss, I think, had he not gotten hurt, would have been the Jim Thorpe Award winner as well. So uh, exciting stuff for them, exciting stuff for Tyler Linderbaum. It would be awesome to see him come back, but the more awards he racks in, the less likely I think he's going to happen that he comes back. I think we're going to have a TJ Hawkinson situation on our hands with Tyler Linderbaum wanting to come back, but realizing he needs to go. The money is there. He has got to go. That all being said, let's turn our attention, though, to the quarterback position. Marco Lanez committed to the Iowa Hawkeyes, a four-star quarterback out of the state of New Jersey, has the same quarterback coach as two Iowa Hawkeye quarterbacks, one former, one current, Spencer Petras and Nate Stanley. That was a big selling point from all things that we looked at was the fact that he did have the same quarterback coach. They have familiarity with the Iowa program. They understand kind of what to expect coming into this program. And this is a big time recruit for Iowa. He's a six foot two, 220 pound kid, had a lot of offers from, from big time schools, West Virginia, Pittsburgh, 
Michigan State, Louisville, Illinois. So a lot of schools, a lot of big time schools wanted to have Marco Lanis the third on his on their squad. He chose the Iowa Hawkeyes, and this is a big time grab for Iowa. However, it's not the big time huge big deal that a lot of people think it is for the wrong reason, right? So there's two reasons why people really think this is a big time deal. We're going to talk about both those here later. Before we get to that though, I want to talk a little bit about Marco, what he brings to the table. So again, same quarterback coach as Nate Stanley and Spencer Petrus. He's a bit more mobile. Uh, so ran a four, five, eight, 40 uh, with a, a watch. So there's a little bit uh, variability to that for reference. Alex Padilla ran a 4.89 40-yard dash. Now, Alex Padilla is an, an incredible athlete. You can see it on film. You can see it in the game. But Marco Lennon is running a slightly faster 40-yard dash. Uh, so, again, there's a bit more mobility there with Marco. And what you're seeing for the Iowa Hawkeye quarterbacks that have been recruited recently is there is a bit more mobility for those guys. Joey Labas, Carson May, Marco, um, a bit more mobility under for those guys. Now, there are some concerns on tape when you're looking at Marco Lannis's film. Uh, this is pointed out to me, this, this first thing by Ross on Twitter. Uh, basically, Marco has a big windup. I mean, it's Tim Tebow-esque, dropping down, coming up, and throwing through. Takes a long time to get going. Now, you would expect, working with a quarterback coach, that those things, those fundamentals are going to be continually be corrected, but there is a big windup as he throws the football. Now, that can be overcome by good protection, by being able to roll out and be mobile, and also by good anticipation. But there are going to be cases with that big windup where you're going to get the ball out and defensive backs are going to be able to read where you're going or people are going to be able to get the hand on the ball because they see that you are throwing the football. So that is definitely a concern of mine. But nevertheless, always good to get a quarterback in this cycle. So where does Iowa go from here? Well, you landed Marco, you have Carson May signing. In the quarterback room right now, you have Spencer Petras, you have Alex Padilla, and you have Joey Labas. You have Carson coming in, you have Marco coming in as well. There's a chance that Iowa in two years have five quarterbacks in that room, four of them being four stars. Spencer Petras is a four star by some regards, uh, Carson May a four star by some, Joey a four star by some, and Marco a four star by some as well. That is going to be a very packed quarterback room. What can we expect from this room? Well, I'm not really sure to tell you because there's a lot of things, kind of a lot of moving pieces. I think the first domino that's going to fall is Alex versus Spencer. What happens over the next month? Who starts in that bowl game? We saw this happen with CJ Beathard and Jake Rudock. There was some interesting stuff happening there. They ultimately split snaps in the bowl game. They came out the depth chart in January, and CJ was the starter. Jake ultimately transferred. I could see us having a situation like that on our hands either direction, right? Whether Spencer or Alex at the one, I could see the other one transferring after this season. That's just my thoughts. And then you have to look down, is there going to be a quarterback competition next year with Joey and whoever the incumbent is and Carson? What about the following year? Because these guys are not old guys. Alex, a sophomore, he has several years left. Joey has four years left. Carson will have four to five years left. So these guys have a lot of playing time left for the Iowa Hawkeyes, which creates quite quite a log jam here. And that's one of the things we've talked about in past episodes is the fact that when you have a team like Iowa who brings in a quarterback every single class, there are going to be guys that transfer out. It is just natural attrition. 
Now, I want to talk about that natural attrition of the quarterback position and how it has actually played into Iowa, landing more of these four stars and also giving you a little bit more context to four stars and what to expect and why it's very good that we got Marco, but why is not the end-all, be-all answer to our offensive problems? We're going to talk about all that here in a few short moments. I think that's a really important to topic to cover on the show today. Before we get to any of that, though, I have some very important information to share with you all right here because prizepigs.com is the place to go for all of your college football and college basketball action. PrizePix is a leader in college sports daily fantasy, and they offer more college ball props and basketball props than anyone in the world. And they offer all the star players, as well as the mid-major players you might not have even heard of. That's how awesome prizepix.com is. Here is how it works. You pick two to five players, you pick an over-under, and it's just you versus the numbers. You can almost 10x your bet. It's just you versus the projected numbers. Cool thing is they allow mixed sport entries as well, basketball versus football. And right now, all of our listeners can get a 100% instant deposit match up to $100 when you use the promo code Locked On. So don't hesitate. Check out PrizePix.com and use the promo code Locked On to get to the App Store or download the app today. PrizePix is daily fantasy made easy. And BetOnline has you covered for all the seasons that are going on right now. You have college football, you got college basketball, NBA, NHL football, you name it. They have you covered with more props, odds, and lines than ever before as football season continues to march to the playoffs. BetOnline remains your number one spot for all the sports action this season. So head over to their new updated desktop or mobile website, sign up today, and receive a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. All you need to do is use that promo code LOCKEDON, that's L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N, from basketball, football, NHL, boxing, and UFC right to your favorite Vegas casino games. Don't wait to take advantage of all the amazing offers available for the 2021 season. BetOnline is the fastest and the easiest way to bet on all your favorite sports. BetOnline.ag, where the game starts. And thank you again for making the Locked On Hawkeyes podcast your first listen every single day. Make sure to check out the Ultimate College Football Playoff Preview 2021, local experts, betting advice, and draft analysis. The most comprehensive college football playoff preview begins this Friday. And one of those teams playing in the Bulls, we have Iowa versus Kentucky. But that is not the topic at hand today because Iowa landed a four-star quarterback in the class of 2023. And a lot of people are looking at this as – as a savior of our offense. But I think what's funny about that is over the last three to four weeks, here's what I've legitimately heard. Spencer isn't the answer and neither is Alex Padilla. We're on the Joey train. Let's go, Joey. Oh, wait, we forgot about Carson May. Carson May is a four-star. He has so much talent. He's getting recruited late. Carson May is a big-time guy. We have Carson May coming in. Oh, wait, Marco's coming? Marco's the savior of our offense. I think what I'm looking at and realizing that we just want a person we can rely on, right? At the end of the day, us Iowa fans, we just want a quarterback we can rely on, a quarterback that can be at least average. You know, right? We're just looking for a Ricky Stanzi or CJ Beathard. We're not looking for Trevor Lawrence. We're not looking for a Heisman Trophy winner. We just need someone who is going to be adequate at that quarterback position. And we don't care who. If Spencer figures it out, awesome. If Alex Padilla becomes the guy, fantastic. If it's Joby, Carson, Marco, I don't really care. I just want a quarterback who can play average football. That's really what Iowa football fans are looking at. But I want to caution you from placing so much expectations on one guy, especially a guy who hasn't even completed his senior year of football. The cautionary tale begins with Deuce Hogan. Deuce Hogan had so much hype. 
And people were literally questioning why Spencer Petras is in, forgetting about Alex Padilla and saying, why isn't Deuce Hogan playing? Deuce Hogan transfers this offseason, or this, this December, I guess you could say. From everything I've heard from inside the program, Deuce Hogan was nowhere close to being on the field. I like Deuce. Deuce is a great kid. But it did not seem like he was making the progression that you would expect. And many were expecting Joey to take over Deuce's number three spot over the spring. So I caution you from placing these unrealistic expectations on these quarterback prospects. And we're going to talk a lot about three, four, and five stars tomorrow. But the one thing I'll say here today is that four-star recruits, five-star recruits, three-star recruits, doesn't really matter. It's all a projection. You're projecting these student-athletes against high school competition and how they're going to perform at the collegiate level. Now, there's some guys who you can say are probably can't-miss prospects. And there are a lot more tape these days than there was before. But it is not the end-all, be-all. Just because we have a four-star quarterback who runs a 4-5-8 does not mean Iowa has the answer at offense. It also doesn't mean Marco is going to ever take a snap for the Iowa Hawkeyes. I hope he does. I hope all these guys turn into NFL players. But I just want to caution you all for placing unrealistic expectations. It is a fantastic and exciting grab for Iowa, though, a fantastic and exciting commitment for the Iowa Hawkeyes. And here's why, though. So, again, I talked to you about why to you know, caution your expectations. Here's why, though, to be excited. When you land a quarterback this early in the cycle, all right, it's not even the summertime yet where recruiting really picks up. It allows you the opportunity for your quarterback to do recruiting for you. Deuce Hogan was doing that, and that is one of the biggest things I think people recognize about Deuce. He was a natural leader, it seemed like, via social media. He was a guy who was getting guys to join on to the program. Marco is a guy who could have a similar impact. When you commit this early, it allows you to start building that team the way you want. It allows you to go out and say, Kyler Casper, come play wide receiver with me. I'm going to get you the ball. I'm an accurate quarterback. I will always make sure to get you that ball when you need it to. It says, go Caden Proctor, Caden Green. Hey, guys, I want you protecting my blind side. It allows Marco to now do recruiting. He can be the face of that class, and it does help Iowa out. It gives them some momentum as they go into the 2023 recruiting, as they begin to wrap up the 2022 recruiting, which we'll be covering all day tomorrow. It is a big day for Iowa Hawkeye recruiting tomorrow, as it is early signing day. Now, the one thing I'll note is you might be wondering, wow, is Iowa seemingly getting more four-star quarterbacks than they have in the past? The answer is yes. And, and here's why. With the transfer portal, with the ability to go a place without having to sit out a year, it kind of puts pressure on other quarterbacks, the younger quarterbacks, the high school quarterbacks. It takes those three stars, those fringe three-star prospects. It pushes them either into JUCO or to FCS schools or to D2 schools. And everyone just kind of gets pushed down. The reason why is you look at what's happening right now. Spencer Rattler, Caden Slovis, Zach Calzada, Bo Nix. Bo Nix and Spencer Rattler, five-star recruits. They are both in the transfer portal. Spencer has multiple years of eligibility. So does Bo Nix. Spencer is going to go to South Carolina, play for the Gamecocks. Bo Nix, we don't know yet where he's going to go. That pushes down recruiting for the Gamecocks. They don't need a guy right now. Or the guy that is there might transfer out as well. He might go to another school that needs a quarterback. You look at Traycon Robinson at Penn State. He's transferring as we see Sean Clifford stay for a sixth year. Tanner Morgan's returning for another year. We see Zach Anik said transfer. 
Aiden O'Connell at Purdue is staying for another year. Jack Plumber's transferring. So with all these quarterback transfers and the fact that there's only one spot, right? It's not like wide receiver where you can rotate guys in and out. There is one quarterback unless there is an injury. These guys only have a few years to really make their mark, you know, basically shoot their shot. And with all these guys kind of moving around and with the more freedom and flexibility to do so, it hurts the recruiting of some of those lower level, low three-star fringe prospects, which means some of the four-star guys now get pushed down as well. That's where Iowa's coming into this thing at. Plus, you gotta you gotta commend you know uh, commend the the recruiting efforts by the Iowa Hawkeye staff to be able to go out and get some of these guys, these mobile guys, to play in that pro style offense. Clearly, they have a very good relationship with Tony Ratchiopi. I probably butchered his name there. I apologize. Just said it off the whim, but they they ha clearly have a good relationship with him. Nate Stanley comes in, although he worked with them after he came to Iowa. Spencer Petrus is very familiar with him. Marco has a good relationship with Tony and the Iowa Hawkeye staff. So clearly there's a good relationship there, but it does. You can see the impacts now of some of those transfer rules as guys and quarterbacks begin to make their decisions earlier so they can claim their spot. And also you start seeing Iowa be in the mix for a top 20, a top 15, a top 10 quarterback prospect. That's how it's going to impact college football going forward. It's going to help Iowa out. They're not a team that's going to go out to the transfer portal and grab a five-star quarterback. I know several folks have brought up the conversation of does Iowa go get a Caden Slovis I wouldn't be opposed to it but it ain't gonna happen you better believe Iowa is not gonna be looking at the transfer portal to get a quarterback if they do I will be so shocked and flabbergasted by that but that is just typically not the Iowa way they prefer to develop people and the only places they've really really looked heavily at in the transfer portal is the offensive line and the defensive line where they've had success at on both sides now, Charlie Jones was a bit of an interesting case at the wide receiver position. He was more of a – it was a transfer walk-on type of case who so didn't even have a scholarship available for him. Uh, Xavier coming out of UNI, that was an interesting case where Iowa wasn't sure what kind of depth they were going to have. Then Matt Hankins returns. We see all these guys back. Riley Moss is going to be there, right? So it, it kind of switched up a little bit. For the most part, Iowa has had the most success, the offensive line and the defensive line for transfers. They're not going to enter that transfer portal looking for a quarterback, though. I've talked a lot about quarterbacks. That is enough on the quarterback position. I want to talk a little bit about Riley Moss and what going to the Senior Bowl means for Riley Moss. That's all coming up in a few short seconds. But first, the holidays are around the corner and finding the perfect gift is tricky. Omaha Steaks makes it easy to send friends and family an unforgettable gift guaranteed to be loved. I always loved getting these packages from Omaha Steaks. My family had a, a chest... Or, chest freezer in our basement. We loved getting a ton of meat all at once and that we could kind of pick and choose on any week given basis, right? If you want a hamburger, great. You want a steak, fantastic. You want a chicken breast, we got it all from Omaha Steaks. So go to omahasteaks.com and enter college into the search bar to order the perfect gift package. For $99.99, you'll get 24 entries like the world, or entrees, excuse me, like the world famous bacon wrap filet mignon, chicken breast, sides, desserts, and so much more. And when you use the code COLLEGE, you'll also get an additional eight Omaha Steaks burgers for free with your order. We've heard all the reports about shortages and shipping delays, so do not wait. Order the perfect gift package today at omahasteaks.com and you'll get eight free burgers when entering the code COLLEGE. Achieve gift gifting greatness with Omaha Steaks, incredible flavor, incredible value, and 100% guaranteed omahasteaks.com keyword college.
All right, y'all, we've talked a lot about the quarterback position. Again, I want you to be excited. We should be excited about getting a four-star quarterback in Marco Landis. We should be excited about four-star quarterback Carson May. We should be excited about four-star quarterback Joey. But I want to make sure that we're just tempering the expectations because a lot of things can change between now and when they all join the Iowa Hawkeyes on campus and they are competing with each other. Again, Deuce Hogan looked like the answer. Deuce Hogan took one or two snaps for the Iowa Hawkeyes, and that was it. He couldn't be at Alex or Spencer. Things change when you get on campus. Tate Martell was a huge big-time recruit, and he is now playing for Nevada. Or no, UNLV. UNLV, excuse me. Things change when you get on campus. I do want to turn my attention to Riley Moss. Riley Moss did accept an invite to the Senior Bowl. First off, congratulations to him. I mean, it just goes to show you the kind of work ethic um, he has coming in as a gray shirt, uh, eventually getting a scholarship, a two-star recruit out of Ankeny, starting as a freshman. This kid has worked for everything he's gotten, and I love seeing stories like that. The fact that he got a, um, an offer from the Senior Bowl and ultimately accepted means that NFL teams are really excited about the future of Riley Moss. And the Senior Bowl is a fantastic opportunity for him to go down there and prove to them that he deserves to be picked higher than what they even think he should be. Right now, he's projected as a mid-third-round pick, but I want to tell you about Michael Ojemudia. I went down to that Senior Bowl. I watched Michael Ojemudia all week, and he really helped his draft stock throughout the week. He ended up becoming a third-round pick by the Denver Broncos. Now, the thing to note about the Senior Bowl, it's a lot of one-on-one -on -one drills. So from a cornerback, it is tough to shine, but when you do, you really, really shine. He went up against guys like Chase Claypool. Okay, That's a huge, big-time, difficult challenge for him to do. And he went up against guys like Chase Claypool and a few others from Ohio State, among other teams, and did a really phenomenal job handling them in man coverage, a thing that a lot of people don't get to see from Iowa football players. Now, Phil Parker has definitely mixed in a bit more man over the last couple of years, but Michael Ojemudia did not have that much man on tape. In fact, if I remember correctly, it was something like 10% of his snaps were in man coverage. So it was a really great opportunity for NFL talent evaluators to see how Michael Ojemudia matched up against NFL talent wide receivers in man coverage. This is an opportunity for Riley Moss to do the same. It's an opportunity for him to really elevate his draft stock even more, potentially solidifying that day two draft status, potentially getting into the second round as well. Now, the big thing here is will he actually go and will he actually go to the NFL draft? Well, I think it depends on his health. And I, I know he's able to play right now, but NFL teams aren't going to want him to play on a torn PCL. They are going to want to make sure that Riley Moss is healthy. Will that hurt his draft stock? That is something he's going to be having to look at right now and figuring out, is this a detriment to my draft stock? And if I come back, can I win other awards? Can I become the Jim Thorpe Award winner? Can I help lead this team to a New Year's Six Bowl? But most importantly, will my draft stock improve by coming back to the Iowa Hawkeyes? The thing to know here is that Riley Moss has only been in Iowa for four years. When he came into the Iowa football program, I can only imagine he anticipated being there for five years, redshirting a year, and then playing four years of football. With COVID, it allows him an opportunity to potentially rehab his knee, get healthy, return, and put together an incredibly impressive senior year for the Iowa football team. Now, the cautionary tale of this is look at what happened to Desmond King. Desmond King returned, and for this reason or that, he ultimately, his draft stock fell pretty significantly. I think there's two reasons for that. 
First and foremost, there was even more tape on Desmond King, and they were concerned about his speed. He didn't test the best, and that also hurt him as well. But teams also just didn't throw the ball his way. There was less hype surrounding Desmond King because teams literally avoided him like the plague. Will that happen to Riley Moss? I think you have to take in both things into consideration. Is the injury news enough to hurt your draft stock? And is returning worth it? You're going to be going up opposite of a Jamari Harris or a Terry Roberts or another Iowa cornerback who steps up. They are going to be targeted significantly. You are not going to be targeted. Teams are going to avoid you if they can. So what is going to help you out the most? And how much of an impact is that from a monetary perspective? You also have to factor in name image likeness. Is Riley Moss able to capitalize and make some money while he's at school? That could actually keep him back there. Whereas before, a lot of players wanted to go out. They wanted to get their money because they weren't able to make it in college. Riley Moss is already making that money. He can make that money by doing these NIL deals. And with the first team, you know, all Big Ten defensive back award there with an all Big Ten defense, defensive back of the year award with an all-American status there, there's a lot of opportunity for Riley Moss to capitalize on his name, image, likeness here. So that's also something to factor in as well. Again, if you go to the Senior Bowl, we've seen how he's played with that torn PCL. He looks, for the most part, perfectly fine. But what is it, what is it going to look like going up in a man-covered situation, one-on-one, mano-a-mano, in the Senior Bowl? That's something he has to factor in. So as we find out more information about Riley Moss, and I'm sure he's still thinking about it, right? He can accept the invite to the Senior Bowl and ultimately decide not to go due to injury reasons. That's a, that's a perfect possibility. We saw that happen with Nate Stanley. Nate Stanley... Apparently got an invite, didn't accept it because he wanted to work on a story motion. There's reasons why people don't accept these invites. Now, could we see other Iowa Hawkeyes go to the Senior Bowl? I think there's definitely chances if someone gets injured at the kicker spot, we could see Caleb Shudok. I think there's a chance we see Tyler Linderbaum. Although, again, it comes down to whether or not he wants to declare and if he feels like going to the Senior Bowl is going to improve his draft stock from a mid-first-round pick to an early-first-round pick. More than likely not, but it's always good to get to the Senior Bowl and meet with other teams. Maybe he goes down and he doesn't practice. That is also an opportunity. We could see Matt Hankins potentially. Well, actually, Matt Hankins with the, with the injury more than likely will not be able to make it to the Senior Bowl, but he could have been an option as well. At the safety spot, potentially a Jack Kerner. We could see Zach Van Balkenberg too. So there's definitely some options there for the Iowa Hawkeyes that could make the senior bowl, but more than likely it's going to be as injuries come in, as declines come in, we could be seeing a second tier of, of Iowa players get invites extended to them. And I think Tyler Linderbaum, the senior bowl would be dumb not to want him, but it's more of a matter of, is he actually going to go? And has he graduated yet? That is going to be a very important piece because you do need to graduate to be a part of the senior bowl. So that's an opportunity for some of those junior players to be able to make it. That does do it for our show today though. If you want some more content on how to bet at betonline.ag. Check out the Lockdown Bets podcast hosted by your boy Q and handicapping expert Lee Sterling of Paramount Sports. They drop three to four picks every single day, so make sure to check that out. We'll be back tomorrow breaking down everything in recruiting. As always, I appreciate you tuning in to today's episode of the Lockdown Hawkeyes podcast. Have a fantastic Tuesday, and as always, let's go Hawks.